0: Aussie music is something to be proud of. Wear it like a badge. Because it's Australian bands and artists that are the influences of so many other musicians the world over. So at Triple M, we're proud to be able to showcase the power of the Aussie music scene. Paying both homage to the greats that have stood the test of time, right alongside the current, the emerging, the future influences, The ones that will be next to make their mark on the global music scene. If it's Aussie and it rocks, it's right here. This is Triple M's Homegrown with Matty O.
1: Yes, right around the country on the Triple M Network. That is 49 stations and on the Listener App. This is an absolute treat to welcome two people who I've followed, admired, uh, respected the works growing up. And, you know, we do have favourite siblings in this country. (laughs) Of course, we've got the Scots from ACDC. Baris is in excess, of course. The Gibbs too. Oh, let's not forget the Sesters. Gonna be my girl. And uh, the Teskey Brothers too. But there is one that also stands up. We've watched them grow up in front of our very eyes. Incredible singer-songwriters.
0: Oh,
1: Enjoyed amazing success throughout their career. And I feel like there is no better mentors to pass on their knowledge to help the next generation of artists, songwriters, teaming up with Wild Turkey to tell us all about it. We have the Hoopers, Ella and Jesse. Welcome to Triple M's Homegrown. It's so great to have you here.
2: Hi, good company to hey. be thanks Maddie.
1: Welcome, <laughs> welcome Thanks welcome, for having Matty. us Matt Hey, uh, tell us about this, this is really cool I was, I was saying it before Jesse off mic, like I spoke to Matt Corby who did uh, one of these, uh, teaming up with Wild Turkey and songwriting and mentorship H- How does it feel to be involved in a process like this? Um,
2: well, I think it feels really natural because, you know, people may or may not know but Jess and I have done a lot of mentoring over the years yeah. Jesse's like a professional at it He's yeah. the boss, he's the boss man when it comes to mentoring yeah. emerging artists and he's even on management and development and stuff like oh. that, and I do a lot of lot of um, songwriting and performance coaching and stuff like that. So it's something that you get so enthusiastic about when you've been as lucky as we have to have yeah. a rich, long career. You just want that for others.
0: Yeah, I think there's something about we, we had amazing mentors when we were <clears throat> younger. <laughs> Long time ago, Matt. Not but um, one. you know, so I think for us, it's about passing that passing that down the chain. Like we yeah. we always worked with people that we learned so much from, and when we were really sort of just, just trying to get our heads around what it was going to be to be a songwriter um, mm. in a band, yeah, music business. So I feel like it feels like yeah, a really sort of natural thing for us to be able to pass that on to other people that want to pursue music and music performance and songwriting.
1: Because no one tells you how to do it when you start. Do you? It, it's like you're going into probably one of the most daunting industries of all time. Can you tell us what it was like when you guys started? To get a bit of momentum and popularity, and you had people coming at you with all that. Like, how did you kind of? How do you understand it? Do you want to go? Yeah,
0: sure. um Well, I mean, at first, it's it, it does seem daunting, right? Because I think you know the until recently there hasn't been like lots of set pathways it really has just been like learning on the road so yeah, to speak yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I look you know i think in hindsight we just kind of tried to absorb as much as we could you know i think you make a lot of mistakes but i think that's that's how you learn that's totally fine um and then you know you've got your creative process around writing songs and preparing for performances yeah, and then executing yeah. I think we've done all the wrong things as much as we've done some great (laughs) things as well Um, and yeah so I think part of it is like just you know everyone's got their own version of what they want to do with music every song is different every artist is different but there are some real common themes amongst all of that too like around how do you approach it how do you get the most out of it how do you find the ways that you want to achieve what you want to achieve even everyone's got their own journey but um, you know for us we were lucky we had our our siblings like you mentioned so we always had each other to sort of help guide us through we had some great mentors in the players in, in Killing Heidi were a bit yeah. older than us and there had been other bands when we oh. just were coming from the country bumpkins. So, you know, regional is another big thing that we're really excited about. Like, you know, um, this program is going to regional areas and that's something yeah. that we're obviously from northeast Victoria yeah. and, you know, it's something else that we're really passionate about is not just hitting the, the city centres as well.
1: Yeah. Ella?
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll never forget my big, you know, my mentors that helped open up that world for me, <laughs> whether it's like the world of creativity or career focused stuff you never forget those nuggets yeah, that of wisdom yeah. that somebody gives you that actually works you know they just lodge in your brain and in your sort of musical soul forever so to think that we can sort of give that to someone else is it's yeah it's a really special role so it's mm. it's so nice that you know while Turkey Bourbon are facilitating that because it just gets a glossed over a lot it gets overlooked that yeah. developmental phase which is yeah. really crucial because you find out who you are as an artist and it sets the course for the rest of your career
1: yeah and how How cool is it now that I feel like now more than ever? Maybe it's a post-COVID thing that these big brands are really, you know, getting up and embracing and supporting upcoming musicians because they have this platform that you know can really propel them to just this new audience that you wouldn't get before.
2: Yeah, it's changed so much. I think that we all, um, all of the creative industries, had a real had an opportunity to think about how to do things differently over COVID and have come out wanting to help each other, wanting to collaborate more, wanting to strengthen those bonds more. So we we so happy to get on board with that because yeah. basically we need it. All, all musicians and artists need that leg up and need that support. And to have a, you know, to have a, a brand like Wild Tech of Urban facilitating that with their incredible stuff. I mean, these guys have a recording studio in a in a gorgeous silver airstream <laughs> band. Like yeah. I would have, I would have freaked out at that opportunity myself. Get like, yeah, me yeah, in yeah. there. Yeah. You know, and you know, the quality of the mentors like Matt Corby, Busby, Maru, like yeah. that says everything. And you know, we'll do our best as well. It's really high level stuff. And so I'm really proud to sort of be. A part of something like that. Uh,
1: absolutely. I mean Jesse, you're kind of working with a lot of the next generation of artists that are kind of coming through. What, what do you feel um they're kind of they're hungry for as far as information like what what do they what are there any common themes that they really want to kind of get their head around when they're starting their career? Yeah well I think
0: absolutely I think you know a lot of it's to do with like having the technical foundation. So like do they have the skills that they need what are the skills that they need yeah. you know both from a musical performance perspective but then also songwriting, you know, releasing their own music there's so much more expectation that artists are going to sort of diy yeah. a lot of a lot more than, than perhaps we had to at first but um yeah i think the focus the wild turkey bourbon really being a focus on like developing live, developing on the stage, is it really fits in with a lot of the emerging artists and students that I work with. It's really is like, look, if you can do it live, there's so many things that come from that. Like yeah. if you can get a great live show, all of a sudden there's, there's, you know, networking, there's gigs, there's festivals. And of course there's the recorded side of it too. Yeah. So I think, um yeah, look, I you know, I think, people are just excited to learn like about the industry yep. and then of course there's the performance that really is at, at the heart of at the heart of you know what we do and what this program is about the live performance on the stage which is something that we're going to do yeah um you know fans can get tickets um we're going to run a, yeah, a mentoring session for for an artist that that Allah's been um been picked yeah. with, with Wild Tech Bourbon so yep. there's kind of a few parts to it that feel pretty fun
2: I'm excited because Yara our mentee who is going to just be amazing to work with she's already doing so much of that stuff we just talked about like making her own film clips, she plays piano, she sings, she's got an incredible backstory. She's already supporting pretty established Melbourne um artists as well and Victorian and and touring. So somebody that's such a self-starter is gonna take what we can give them and run with it so much further. Like that I'm really excited about Yara as an artist and and where she's going. So it'll be fun just to get to be a part of her journey.
1: Absolutely and a snippet of Yara. Yeah, this is really cool. This is really fun.
2: It's really good. She's really, really good.
1: Yeah. I was going to ask, how do you think you guys would have gone? Because I feel like it's almost like when you first started, you know, you had to prove yourself as a live band and then you could jump into the studio and make these awesome live recordings. I feel like it's almost backwards now. You know, it's easy to release music and put it out there to the world without even doing a gig. How do you think you guys would have gone when you first started with all this social media beast and having to look after that, apart from just kind of focusing on live and just the music?
2: I'm really grateful that the focus was, frankly, the old-fashioned way because we were out there busking, yep. we were out there setting up our own gigs at lunchtime, we were um, yeah. taking ourselves to other little neighbouring towns and getting that live experience. Mm. And for me as the front person too, learning how to interact with crowds, gaining that confidence of what to say on the mic, but sometimes that takes years. Yeah, and yeah, if yeah. you don't have that that experience of being in front of a real live audience, it can be it can be really slow to, ner- to learn those little what seem like 10%ers 1% is like how to talk on the mic in between the songs. But it's actually crucial to kind of sell your product and sell the songs that you're comfortable on stage and that you have whatever your own version of charisma is, you know. So I'm grateful that there was actually a bit of hard slog before we got famous, even though that's was still pretty quick. It was still only a few years. I'm glad they were there. So I think that makes mentoring even more important. So when when people aren't necessarily coming up that way, we can, yeah, like give them the heads up and and sort of, yeah, create, try and expand that knowledge without so much live experience. But hopefully live music is continuing to come back more and more and more and there'll be more actual performance opportunities as we as we move forward.
1: Yeah. Jesse, what do you think? Like how do you kind of teach your students to kind of, uh, is, is there a right way to handle social media and how much you should be on it and, you know, the pressures that kind of come with that now? Look,
0: I mean, I, I, we, you know, we've we've embedded a lot of that into what we teach and mentor outside of, like, in lots of different contexts. And some, some emerging artists are just so into it. Yeah. And I think I think you gotta go. I think you gotta go with it if you're into it and it feels authentic and they for a lot of people that is really just a natural part of what they want to do. They want to share, even if it's a snippets of song ideas or yeah. visuals. I feel like that's good. I, I feel like, you know, if people aren't super into it and they're just doing it because they have to, I feel like, you know, at that point you have gotta maybe it's best their energy is better spent rehearsing and working yeah. on a live show as opposed to forcing it. So I think it kind of depends on what they're into and where their skills are at. But I mean it's definitely something that someone's gotta do. Like, you know, we've had someone helping us with our socials for a few <laughs> years now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and I think once you get to a certain point, it kind of makes sense, you know, once you reach a threshold of you've got something great, you've got you know your live show's killer, you've got a song to promote at that point. Point, it just yeah. becomes a great tool. Whereas, yeah. you know, early on, maybe your time is better spent writing great songs, yeah. <laughs> potentially.
1: <laughs> Uh, a question for both of you. What's one thing you love about the music industry now that wasn't there when you started? And what's one thing you love about the industry when you started that isn't there now?
2: Well, off the top of my head, I think its it's been broken wide open and that's a beautiful thing. It's a far more inclusive and um, diverse space than yep. I think it was in, our, in the rock scene anyway where we come from in rock and pop. Yeah. You know, it's, looking, it's just looking a lot more multi-generational, color. Colorful, multicultural, and and I think that's quite a focus and that's a great thing because we're going to yeah. get such, we're going to get much more diverse stories and it's going to make the whole thing much, much richer and it's just more inclusive in general and I think that's got to be a good thing. I don't necessarily know that it was like that when we started out.
1: What do you miss from, you know, when you guys first started? Is it the fact that, you know, I don't know, there was people used to buy albums and listen to them more in full <laughs> and that kind of, is, is yes. there anything you missed from those, those days? Yeah, I
0: mean, I, th- I think it's probably just the business model that, that that we that we were lucky enough to experience where there was recorded music yeah. had the means to sort of support a whole bunch of parts of the music industry yeah, so like yeah. recorded music you know it could offset tours could offset promotion whereas now it's kind of balanced out whereas the live component really is usually what's funding everything else yeah and and that's great and it's it's just different but I think um, you know when people were shelling out thirty bucks for a CD, yeah. it meant that there was more resources that you could sort of share around. So, look, I mean, in some ways it segues back to what we're doing here. It really is about live, yeah. live—the only you spot. Know, well, Turkey Bourbon is getting artists on the stage to do the live music because that is really at the heart of, yeah. of the industry and the and the, the business models now is that you know your live shows can can define the career and help every every other part of what you do whether that's recording yeah. you know promoting
1: all that kind of stuff
2: and in stores i miss in stores i miss oh, sitting yeah. on the desk on a, on a on a on a you know a good old fashioned actual record store and playing the yeah, songs and then, yeah yeah
1: um i love how you, back. i love how you were just talking about live and i was looking at uh you know your gig history from just last year and all the festivals you guys were able to do and uh how much fun is it for you you know kind of all these years on to go and to play these these festivals with all these awesome other Australian bands and kind of meet fans that I guess have been there from the start. And, you know, they might have met their partners at a gig of yours or, you know, name their kids after you. Like, what's it like kind of looking back at your kind of incredible legacy of Killing Heidi? Well,
2: that happens to us a lot. We have we have a lot of feedback that people met at our shows when yeah. they were, you know, um, just, just kind of starting to find what they were into. And I think Killing Heidi specifically, you know, something I really love about this Wild Turkey Bourbon sort of idea is. That they're yes. about trusting your spirit. Mm. So, we've always thought that Killing Heidi is a really safe space for people who perhaps feel a little fringy or a little different or just not so obvious or mainstream. Yep. Killing Heidi's always had that kind of community around them, yeah, yeah, bringing yeah. people together, and they have all stayed in touch. So, yeah, when both. we kind of took the band back out on the road, we were seeing people from 20 years ago who would now have kids and they're wearing tiny little Killing Heidi t shirts oh, and that's it's become so cool. generational yeah it's wild it's a real compliment and it makes you feel like you know even though you're in the well I guess we could say we're elder statesmen and women of the rock scene now but that keeps it so fresh to know yeah, that it's yeah, being yeah. handed down because of, because of that sort of family feeling and that inclusivity and that sort yeah. of ethos we had of trusting our spirit and expressing that it's now it was such a strong message and one that we identify with so much that that's going to get passed down and keep going
1: oh that's so cool that's such a great answer um we kind of uh... Uh, one more, one more question. I know you guys are busy. Um, so it's all about mentoring this Yara, and, and you've got this performance, and there's so much cool stuff happening. What is the best piece of advice you've both been given along the journey that's stuck with you? Oof.
0: I think one of the ones I can't remember who told me, but it was just to really try and stay present when you're when you're doing all this stuff. Like I yeah, felt that's like that's awesome. You know, yeah, it's, it's tricky because I get a lot of questions about the heyday of killing Heidi, and a lot of it I'm just like it's just a blur, and it was a lot of fun, and it was crazy, and and I, you know, I, I just wish, perhaps, wish I was a little bit more enjoying every kind of experience, yeah, as a, yeah. you know, as opposed to trying to like just you know the next thing, the next thing. So I think that's something that that I try and impart to young artists. It's about like you know enjoy every day. It could just be. Songwriting day could be like a gig that you're just going to see your friend's band play, but like, like, try and enjoy every kind of experience. That's great, yeah. That's musical because, um, you know, it's so easy in this busy paced life that you can kind of just be focused on like, when am I going to do this show? When am I going to release a song? And life is about all those experiences that lead up to that, and then inform those shows, inform those great songs, and the life experience that you have. I think, um, you know, you don't want to sort of skim through.
1: That's awesome, that's That's very zen, that's very
2: zen. Practice your mindfulness. artists and people and take every day that's true one one thing that i that i always tell um artists and acts who are on the up is like highlight your uniqueness it's sometimes you know we think we've got to fit into the cookie cutter or or carve off our weird spiky edges. But it's actually the opposite is true. If you can highlight those unique points and really bring them to the forefront and drill into what makes you you, you're going to have a much more interesting singular voice and stand out from the crowd. So sort of flip the script about fitting in um, and, you know, do great work and make sure it's quality stuff. But I think it's a really, it's of great benefit to be a little unusual or be a little bit different because I know that certainly works for me yeah. coming out in into the scene not looking like anyone else really yeah. not sounding like anyone else but being having that be an asset not something to hide
1: yeah that that's yeah be yourself that that is that's mm-hmm. really and especially I feel like now more than ever there's so much music being released and is, is there a lot yeah. more comp- there's, I guess there's a lot more competition now
2: yes yes yeah. it's a flooded market now so you've really got to you've really got to want to do it and i think you've got to be you've got to be authentic and genuine which is another thing that really yeah, fits with yeah. this with this program it's like and you can tell by who they've got involved that they they believe in bringing an authentic voice out not just sort of adding more yeah. content to the stream that's already overflowing
1: yeah and you've got a live show happening with this as well
2: yeah it is it's actually a competition so only you have to enter to win a ticket to this it's quite exclusive cool. but for the wild sessions and we're going to strip it back and do it semi-acoustic because nice. it's a kind of it's kind of got that more intimate vibe that we wanted yeah. to bring to it. But we we are going to bring along our lovely drummer Pedro, so he cool. can give us that backbone. Yes, Maybe it. Cleo on the keys and harmonies too, and Jess and I will just be doing it saying, Yeah, killing Heidi for about an hour. Nice. And so the live the live audience that enter and win can experience that. Yeah, cool. Um,
0: you got to go to wildturkey.com.au dot slash killing Heidi. Nice. To enter to
1: Man, you're doing my job. You, you, nice. <laughs> Thank you, good good hook. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks so much for joining us, guys. Like I said, this is really competition. This is a cool competition. Uh, it's great for any Muso wanting to come up, learning from the best with you two, and uh, looking forward to this performance and uh, everything else you guys have got coming up. Congrats! It's gonna be fun. Thank you. Thanks, Maddie. Thanks so much. You're
2: the best.